Welcome, 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 podcast listeners. It is episode number three, Foldy, of the Fred Silk Podcast. You are here, joined by Mr. Budget Pearl Chap. I've just noticed that the, the little mouse reticle is gently stroking Matt's hair. Uh, which is a lovely oh, way to thanks. start the podcast um well, there you go oh. um so yeah welcome you've got your host here mr budget pedal chap who easily gets distracted you should know this by now um but you're also joined of course by mr matt Corn. so hi matt hi matt and uh well done for your promotion to head of the goblin uprising 2014 <laughs> Um, that's 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 all right. It will <laughs> Thank mean, you very much. It will mean absolutely nothing <laughs> to our our podcast listeners. We've started using a new stream software. Uh, we mentioned this last week, but I realised that not only could we uh, put our own custom name badges underneath. Um, I can't remember what my one was last week, but it was definitely <laughs> it was definitely not <laughs> budge. Um, <laughs> And then I've I've realised we can put little, um, almost like job titles underneath. And I've 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 got pedal boards of doom because I was using this to record some video for pedal boards of doom. And uh, Matt's given himself a promotion. I have. I mean, they say you've got to dress for the job you want, not the job you've got, haven't you? So <laughs> I feel that's what's yeah. what's going on here. Um and I don't think that a goblin uprising in twenty twenty four is out of the question i think it might really be on the cards i mean at this point anything's possible isn't it <laughs> absolutely i mean we went through 2016 where literally all of the celebrities died uh yeah and then like shit hasn't been right since <laughs> yeah i i remember thinking 2016 was like a weird kind of low point for news and i was so wrong about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I remember thinking it was like anomalous. I thought, oh, like this has been a really kind of shitty year. The next ones are going to be fine, and it just hasn't. It's just, yeah. it's just been really bad since. Fallen off a cliff since, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we did. We had that entire kind of two and a bit years of just shutting the world down. That was that was odd. That was wasn't it. Bit of a strange one. <laughs> yeah. So anything after that, I mean, anything goes. Goblin uprising, fantastic. Yeah, carry on. Yeah, you heard it here first, people. Yeah, and I don't think the goblins are going to be any worse than what we've got at the moment. I'll be, I'll be quite frank. <laughs> I, yeah. So this is episode number three forty of the Fretzel Podcast. Of course, uh, we're no longer in the Gibson Semi Hollow um, zone, although in five episodes time. <laughs> We're going to yeah, have a really short ten after that. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have a really <laughs> short. Um, like segment where we talk about all of the three, four, five style guitars, and then we literally mention one guitar. <laughs> here is here is the. Do they one. even make one? Do they, do they even make one at the moment? I reckon <laughs> custom shop is where you go for a three, four, five. I know um, the Lucille as well is very similar because it's got the very tone on it. I don't think it's stereo, but. It could be. I don't know. It's definitely, it's got inspiration from the 345 design. Yeah, it, the, so the Lucille's not stereo. I don't think there's anything in the current catalogue. I mean, there's <laughs> not a lot of ask for stereo output. <laughs> Very toned Gibsons these days, I don't think. 
I'll be honest. I mean, why not? I think it was one. Uh, I mean, to, to be fair, actually, they've got one on their website that is a uh, single, it's not a stereo thing, and it doesn't have a doesn't have a very tone switch and they're advertising it as a 345 and I'm, I, I, it's not it's just a 335 uh, yeah. it's, <laughs> a, it's a 335 with extra steps that is isn't it no it's not definitely not a 345 um but yeah we've got we've got another another five episodes before that happens before we have to kind of cross that bridge so we will we'll, we'll have a think about that if we want to mention that one guitar or if we just kind of Ignore it like we did the three three five episode. <laughs> Maybe we'll switch switch it and we'll go we'll we'll do the three three five episode then. And that'd be uh yeah. that'd be justice, wouldn't it? Justice for the three three five. Right, we've got a sponsor <laughs> that we uh we always mention at the start of these podcasts, and this is gonna be no different. So affordable.co.uk, the purveyors of awesome stuff. Um they got they got in the um the JSA tone flexor and within about two minutes, it sold sold out again, which was brilliant. Uh, I have it on good authority that there will be two more coming into stock, so definitely check those out. Look, it's it's an, an incredible pedal. I, I can't speak highly enough about it, and the fact that it sold out within a moment of it coming back into the the shop suggests that it's quite a quite a hot item. Uh, but the yeah, affordable board bring you Demon Effects, JSA Effects, Musky, Joyo, 4D, K Line, Moval, Moval, and Nux. Definitely Nux. A Moval and Moval, two different companies. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. They are. Uh, I've got. I've got. One of them does delay. One does reverb or something. I've I've got to put put it out there at the moment. They have got the worst names for their pedals. Like <laughs> the pedals themselves sound fantastic. Um, I've I've now tried three of the four that I've been sent through to to do demos on, and they've all been like quality. But the names are fucking <laughs> horrendous. Uh, so as long as you can they. get like as long as you can get over that. The fact that you are playing the intergalactic groove or whatever it is. It's like, oh, yeah. But the, the, the nice pedals, just put like some gaffer tape over the name and you, you're golden. Because uh, the colours on them are really nice. They're like really nice, bright colours. But they're just, the names are so, so cringy. <laughs> um, yeah. Sponsored, affordable, UK company, stock, ready to ship. This uh, the sentences, um, <laughs> yeah. Just check them out. Affordable.co.uk. Um, I, I love them. I, I love like the majority of the stuff that they uh, they stock. They they're very well curated. The uh, the affordable line. Um, he doesn't stock stuff that he doesn't like that he wouldn't use. So you're not finding like the weird. Like Moore acoustic simulator or like the the Sonic <laughs> Bit Crusher or something. Like they're all they're all stuff that you'd use. So it's, it's all good. Check them out. Affordable.co.uk. Tell him I sent you. He he won't give you a discount, but like it'd be nice. Doesn't, doesn't need to for the price. Yeah, yeah. Like they <laughs> some, are, some they're, of these titles, to be fair. They're cheaper they're just, than Amazon. Yeah, they're cheap <laughs> cheaper than Amazon. Cheaper than AliExpress for the most part as well. And you're guaranteed to get them rather than. 
Will it come? Will it not? <laughs> so, yeah, we, yeah, we, we like, we like affordable. We start these podcasts as we do usually with shit news of the week. Now, unofficially, unofficially, Gibson could get another, <laughs> another week on the trot, but we are being very generous to Gibson this week in allowing another person or another company, should I say, to to kind of take that that prestigious title for this week. But just be aware that the Gibson news that we will report on a little bit later is not much better. <laughs> not, not vast amounts better. Right, so our shit news of the week is the Court X700 Triality and X707 Evertune. So these are... Ibanez looking courts, I think, is the best best way of describing these. They look very similar to the Ibanez. Oh, what are they called? The Ibanez RGA, I think it is. The RGA series looks very similar to this. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna prefix this one. Court are the basically the company that own the factory that all of the good <laughs> mid-tier guitars come out of. So in saying that this is shit news, I'm saying this is a court release and therefore is not very interesting rather than these guitars won't be any good because they will be. They will be fantastic. They look all right as well. Not necessarily the exact look that I go for. But they they look look quite interesting. Like I say, very Ibanez. The uh the triad triality ones look very similar. I mean they're um HSS super strats basically, which is my wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> very very much. Oh, I've just noticed as well Court have um changed their logo from that Really shitty, uh, like almost like handwriting court with a big red X on it, and it looks a little yeah. bit more um, professional. Yeah, a little, bit, a little bit. Is, is that much? I was, yeah, I was ready to like rag on court, but actually this looks all right. Um, so, th- in terms of specifications, these are very, very good. So we're talking like modern stuff. So Swan Pash body. Roasted maple neck and roasted maple and walnut bolt on neck. Uh, so similar construction to the Ibanez Wizard necks, where they've got like a really hard wood to add stability to the uh, to the neck. So they've got like hardwood stripes in it to add stability. Really good design feature. Um, and they've got twenty twenty four stainless steel frets. Uh, they've got locking tuners and a tremolo as well. So, like, what you'd kind of expect from a modern, uh, I, I say super strat, but I say with a with again, not not full force because it's not your eighty shred machine. It's more like a strat that will do more than just strat. I think yeah. is the is the type of super strat we're talking here. But they also come with. Like a full, a full roster of Fishman Fluence pickups as well. 
So, yeah, standard uh, single coils in an open core classic humbucker with two different voicings. So you've got a PAF voicing. Uh, in fact, no, it says he's got three different voicings on that, on that humbucker. PAF, hot rod, and then over overwound single coil as well. So, like, like, incredibly versatile and probably a better split coil sound than most humbuckers that you would get. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Like, it, it, I'm, I'm trying to hate on it, but this, like, on paper, this sounds really good. It just, it sounds very good. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Fishman Fluids actually puts me off. I... I don't think I've liked a single one I've heard. Mm. Like I, I don't think they're aimed at me, and I don't think their path sounds like a path. I'm really sorry, people who love Fishman. Yeah. Like, the yeah, I just, I yeah, they are very modern sounding, even their vintage sounding pickups or the ones that I've heard anyway. And I will caveat that that's all through YouTube compression, so maybe that's causing it. But yeah, yeah. Like, other than that, like, I, the, <laughs> yeah, I think if I got one of these, I'd probably take the pickups out and sell them, because <laughs> I think there are people who pay lots of money for Fishman influencers, and I could use that money to put some pickups out to like in it. Yeah, to, <laughs> to, yeah, to recoup some of the cost. I've just clicked on this, yeah. actually, because uh, the website that we've got has got it in euros, but actually, if you... If you check it in pounds, it's it's under the grand mark. Yeah, nine sixty nine. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that's someone back to back, and then a decent evening, isn't it? That nine sixty nine. Oh shit! Yes. So actually, like in terms of the spec versus the price, it's incredible. However, the reason that it's the got caught on the headstock, <laughs> yeah, it's devalued itself by putting its brand name on it. Like if, the, yeah, if it was done on behalf of anyone else, like if this was the new PRS triality, you'd go nine hundred sixty nine for that spec. Absolutely, getting my, uh, getting my basket. I'm checking that one out now. But because it's got caught in it, and caught for me, has been sullied by the cheap starter pack courts that were the only courts that were around when I was growing up. Is that court, to me, is very similar to putting something like Jet guitars or like Harley Benton guitars on the headstock. And this is, it's no, no disrespect to Jet or Harley Benton. But if either of those companies tried to charge me a grand for an instrument, I'd be laughing in their faces too. Uh, so yeah, and that, that's 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 really like the the thing. And also, like, um, I don't want to be, I don't want to accuse them of anything, but they make guitars for Schecter, yeah, called the Reaper that look exactly the same as these six strings. Um, okay. The you, you know with the like 
so the the way the finish is, there's like a big stripe of like unfinished on one of the two finishes. Yeah. And the other one is like open pour black, which is what my PT is. Um yeah. and again check to do that both both of those kind of finishes. Um there's on um HSS, they're H H, so I guess that that's the difference, but like obviously for Schecter's HSS you got the Nick Johnston and I think there's a couple of other um shapes. But like the they're already making this body shape for another company out of the same place. Yeah. And I'm gonna be more confident in a guitar that's got Schecter written on the headstock than I would be with a guitar that's got Court written on the headstock just because of not really having any past experience of Courts other than their starter pack guitars from the early 2000s. Yeah. And look, even if you know that they're coming out the same factory, the you've got that like, um, that assurance that if you didn't gel with this guitar, or if like two two years down the line, three years, five years down the line, you wanted to come and sell it. If you're selling the Court, you're getting... 150 quid for it no matter what the specs yeah you could be you put that up on the marketplace for 500 and it wouldn't even get it looked at because it's got caught on the headstock whereas if it's got Schecter on the headstock you're easily getting half your money back if it's got Ibanez on the headstock or if it's got PRS on the headstock you're easily getting your money back yeah if it's got caught on there and it's it's a travesty don't get me wrong, it's... Yeah, I'm not saying it's the right, like... Yeah, I'm not saying that's that's what those guitars deserve, because clearly it's not like this... Like you took, say, the, the specs of these alone yeah. and the fact that it's coming out of a factory that I've been raving over for 18 months or however long I've had that Nick Johnston, like... And they're the owners of that comp- that factory. Yeah. Just... It's it's going to be a fantastic guitar, but it's got court written on it, and the, <laughs> the logo is a bit more professional. But it still looks like it's Comic Sans. <laughs> it, it doesn't. It, it definitely hasn't got a Comic Sans vibe to it. But I know what you mean. It doesn't have a. It doesn't have a. I'm spending a grand on this vibe to it either, does it? No. Yeah. It. Which is sad. Like that we're letting those kind of things hold it back. But at the same time, like, if you're going to try and charge a grand for a guitar, I think you have to have a certain kind of thing behind, like, a yeah, influence behind you. Like, it's no different from us saying Epiphone shouldn't be charging a thousand pounds for a guitar in my head because Epiphone are a, a budget brand, yeah, yeah. and caught fall into that in a, a different way in that they're not even a budget brand of a. A more well-known brand they are just their own thing and they've always kind of sat in that lower lower tier yeah they've never really kind of cut through the market to like you you were mentioning earlier about like how marshall can command their prices and gibson can command their prices because oh slash plays this or hendrix used to play this or or whatnot there's no no uh, to like to my knowledge anyway uh, there's no big court artist I think uh, the biggest one would have been Matt Bellamy when Court were doing the Matt Bellamy signatures in the Court factory, like the, the budget versions in the Court factory. 
but even that was yeah. under the Manson brand, I believe. It was. So it still doesn't have the clout to to send court kind of skyward a little bit, which is it's a shame. And I think we saw it with the D'Angelicos as well. We saw the fact that they were trying to charge 1,200 quid for what is a really, really, really good instrument. But then... However many months down the line, they're actually trying to get rid of them for like four or five hundred quid because yeah. D'Angelico don't have that. And oh, look, I'd, that. Yeah, I'd heard of D'Angelico like way more than I had caught. Yeah. So, yeah, I was I just having a look at their website to see if I've heard of anybody and they name specifically Hugh Manson, who is the guy who is Manson Guitars and Matt Bellamy. And the only other name that I recognize is Gene Simmons. And I don't think he's really famous for playing a court, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Because his axe base has been made by a few companies. And I think it might have been like one of the runs of the axe base were done by court. Yeah, I would guess so. Unless you're a huge Kiss fan, that's kind of tangential knowledge, isn't it? And you're not going to yeah. them, oh, can I get like the new version of the Axe Base? No. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I I mean, I do hope, like, in 12 months' time, they do exactly what D'Angelico did and that I can pick one of these up for 400 quid. Cause yeah, I, th- I mean, if that happens, I'll I'll get one. Yeah, I think at that price, I'd I'd be very tempted. Because then, if you pull the pickups out and sell them, you'd probably get three hundred quid for a set of <laughs> Fishman influencers off some <laughs> moron who loves Fishman influencers, and then you can buy some real pickups and still have change. Yeah, the guitar actually pays for itself. <laughs> be brilliant. <laughs> but it, it look it'd be the, the equivalent of buying a similar kind of price range to Harley Benton but getting Fishman Fluence pickups as a standard yeah. with it. So a bit different from the Roswells, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you could guarantee that those Fishman Fluence you would prefer over the Roswells, even if then yeah. you're not the biggest fan of those. <laughs> um, and speaking of Harley Benton, this is Wait. a good segue, this one, isn't it? It's a good one. Um, it is. Yeah, I did a video this week. So... It's a video that I've been planning for a couple of weeks, but finally got round to recording it. I think I recorded some of it on Sunday, like Sunday afternoon. And by that point, I'd recorded like so I'd recorded all the like talking bits, and I was like, I think I could probably get this out for Tuesday if I like really, <laughs> really put the foot put my foot to the floor with it. So I did, and I did. And nice. it, yeah, it released. Um, so I like I was editing like a beast uh, on Sunday night, just editing down all of the talky bits because it's it's mainly a talking uh, video where I compare the fire mist and the fusion, and I come up with some arbitrary <laughs> uh, scoring system, uh, <laughs> and we we give points to two like both of them. We give no points. One gets a point, other one gets a point, one of them gets a minus point. It's it's a roller coaster of emotions. I will not give away the um not the give away the 
the other. I'm not going to spoil it. Um, but the poll at the moment on because uh, I, I also released a community tab poll for it. When it was first released, it was like 52% for the Fusion and 48 for the, the Fire Mist. And yeah. currently it is 52 for the Fire Mist and 48 for the Fusion. <laughs> so it is the closest poll that I have ever done on YouTube. I think at the moment we're sitting at about 120 uh, votes as well, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Considering like YouTube's about videos and this, like the poll itself is not a video, but people have been waning on it, and they, like, there's been some amazing conversations in the uh, in the comments about it. So it's been a really like it's it's paid for itself. Basically, that video has in in just warm feelings and goodwill amongst the <laughs> uh, amongst my YouTube lot because yeah, it's it's been brilliant. Um, and of course, of course, <laughs> during that video, if you uh, if you're quite astute, you'll notice that I make a dick joke, which is <laughs> it's... definitely don't even acknowledge the fact that you've done it at any point either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's subtle enough that you can get away with it on YouTube. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> it's definitely there. It's definitely there. Um, so yeah, it, it's a, it's a video that I'm really proud of as well. So um, if you haven't, I'd suggest going to watch it because it it breaks down the the kind of thoughts and feelings and vibes that I get from both the guitars. And I thought it would help me realise which one I prefer, and it hasn't. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's kind of it's just made me double down on the fact that they're both really great, and I am fine in having them both um yeah it hasn't made my want for a fusion tea any less though <laughs> because <laughs> if the, if the are fu- all the fusion teas hh they are hh but they're uh, split uh because as well so yeah you can potentially get some uh some telly sounds yeah. out of here yeah i don't know i mean there's nothing saying that that neckbooker needs to stay a neckbooker, uh, and that a scratch plate can't go on that, and just put a telly neckpick up in it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's rules against having the bridge uh, turn into a telly bridge because it doesn't have a telly bridge mount. But I'm sure you could convert it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the sure gold do it, don't they? So they've got. So usual telebridges are like a bridge attached to the ashtray itself, whereas yeah. some Shergirl guitars have got a tremolo system and then like basically like a plate. On a which mounting the, plate. Yeah. Okay. So if I could get one of those and just have a mounting plate next to the bridge, <laughs> I could convert a Fusion T into a Fusion T Classic. <laughs> Defused tea. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, defusion tea. That's it. Beautiful. Oh, I mean that's that's almost so good that it's worth buying a fusion tea for. That is. Yeah, just for yeah, just for a two second joke at the intro. To the yeah, video. yeah, yeah. I've diffused the tea. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Again, this is not making me want the guitar any less. 
So uh, I have done that this week. I've done other things as well. Um, I always do a no talk or tone, and this week features the Moval Galactic Groove Fuzzy Drive, which. <laughs> Yep, terrible name. Terrible those, those are those are words. Galactic yeah. Groove Fuzzy Drive. Yeah, it's it's very much like Chinese bad translation, isn't it? Is someone's gone yeah. out to Google Google Translate and just accepted the first thing as gospel? And yeah, it's. I mean, they've got a vibe. So the all of the movable ones are based around kind of the planetary and space kind of theme. So it's a it's a thing, but they need some work. But the, the, the drive itself, it's a really, really interesting drive because well, fuzz. Because usually if a company does a fuzz, it's two one of two, isn't it? Like if a yeah. Chinese company does a fuzz, it's either this is based around a big muff or this or is based a around a fuzz face. Yeah. And it's neither of those things, which is brilliant. It is okay. It's based around a, a very obscure Japanese company's. Uh, how do you describe it? It's an op amp version of a tone bender, basically. It's, a, it's okay. A, so <laughs> it's quite obscure, then. Yeah, like, it's so it's a Japanese. Yeah, it's influenced op amp tone bender. Yeah, so it's <laughs> the uh, the JSA tone flexor is based on a '90s version of the the tone bender, which was IC based rather than like two or three transistor based. Yeah, and I think that's a similar vibe that this is going for, but. What JSA did with his was he turned the like the internals of the op amp, he created it with components. So it's called a discrete op amp, where it's using the components that you'd find within the, the, the chip, but as separate things. So it tends to make the circuit a lot bigger because you're yeah. you're basically rebuilding a tiny chip outside. <laughs> Uh, but in in being able to do that, he managed to refine the circuit quite a lot. So, look, if the JSA is kind of like the the boutique option, this this is the budget version of it, uh, which yeah. is really cool uh, because it's an IC based fuzz rather than a transistor based fuzz. It goes a lot lower gain than you would expect. So, like, it's got a gain control that does something rather than just... It sounds really good here and then the rest is mushy pap. Yeah. So, it's, it's like, it, it fixes some of the um, the downfalls of fuzz in that sense. But in doing so, it's not quite as, like, broken, uh, like, over-amplifying, sputtery fuzz that you would get with some of those fuzzies but it's got a gain control that goes from kind of smooth distortion-y fuzz all the way down to like a crunchy drive so it's re- a really interesting circuit 
and again it, because it's a, a mobile pedal it's 30 quid i think <laughs> i think that's <laughs> so it's like why not it's also a really really nice shade of purple which <laughs> don't know if that helps but oh, it can't hurt it can it's it it's not gonna hurt anything absolutely uh so i did that so not only have I done that, I've released th- be three videos in a week, but on- only two <laughs> on my own channel, because doing three on my own channel would be a bit much, wouldn't it? So, yeah. Considering so, you normally do one. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do one or occasionally two. Doing three would. Yeah, be you're going to startle people to up on three. Yeah, yeah, they'll <laughs> uh, they'll be scared and might run away. Um, so I thought. It's not it's not enough that I'm going to record this really, really intricate video for my channel. I uh, I had a fight with Lee <laughs> to who was going to record <laughs> the next um, Pedal Boards of Doom video. Uh, and Lee actually got there before me and had recorded a video. But then, being the <laughs> Pedal Boards of Doom YouTube manager, I managed to usurp him and go, no, mine's coming out first. <laughs> uh, no, it, it it weren't quite as uh, as heated as I'm I'm making it. Out. I I asked him. I went like, I, I've created a, a basically like a revival of pedal boards of news, and because mine's time sensitive and yours is not, can I have the first slot? And he was like, yeah, yeah it makes sense. Um, so we because basically on I think it was either Friday night or Saturday. I'd put a message in our little like YouTube chat group and went like, has anyone got anything for Tuesday's release? Just silence, <laughs> like radio silence. <laughs> like, oh yeah. I, I messaged loud and clear. So like me and Lee said, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll see what we can do. Um, and then, and then Lee obviously won his, his one. Uh, and I've I've watched his video, which will be coming out on Tuesday. It's it's quite good, so it's definitely worth watching. Um, but mine was news related, and it was like a Nam roundup. So some of the stuff that we've covered in, uh, like in the last kind of two or three weeks. But then there was also a a news article uh, about a product that we hadn't covered, and I was really excited <laughs> about. Uh, okay. So I mentioned that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that. Leave that there so you like I'm not gonna spoil it. I think Matt, you definitely might want to pay attention to this one because it's <laughs> it's very um very relevant for your interests. Okay. I'll Sorry. I'll go and check it out. Definitely watch it. Don't please like if you are going to watch it, please don't judge me on the quality of my um video, my face <laughs> face cam. Like the, the rest of the video is fine because I use footage from across the internet. But my footage, my face is incredibly like blown out, and it looks looks like I'm a brighter shade of white than I usually am. So I do apologise for that. Um, but the the content itself is really good, and like the the sound quality isn't bad. So you it's it's not like unwatchable. It's just you, you you'll see me being a little bit pasty, basically. Fair. Yeah. I think pastier than normal you mean yeah yeah look paste, <laughs> yeah budget pasty chap I think it was this week I think I think 
we talk about our second like runner-up shit news of the week. It's def it's like it it was a close second, and the only reason it didn't is because of charity, because <laughs> because <laughs> it might be considered uh, like slightly rude to <laughs> poo-poo the people who are raising money for a teenage cancer charity. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we can say raising money for teenage cancer charities is a bad thing. I think that probably would get us cancelled. Yeah, no, no, look, just... Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not saying that raising money for a teenage cancer charity is bad. I'm saying that the... The, release, the way they're doing it. Yeah, the release is, is, is not, that, um, not that great. The cause is... Right, so let's, let's not beat around the bush and dig myself a bigger hole here. <laughs> right so gibson gibson yay everyone's favorite um uh, i can't even finish that sentence Every- <laughs> everyone knows gibson there we go that'll do uh they have they have announced the noel gallagher special edition 1978 les paul custom so just as a uh as a well actually <laughs> <laughs> for everyone out there because this is it's it's my chance to be a guitar nerd here uh and say what it's based on uh so uh johnny marr gifted uh noel a gibson les paul custom in his early career so in noel's early career because he was playing a shit beta uh of an epiphone <laughs> guitar and johnny marr yeah. saw them and went you can't be playing that mate <laughs> So he just gifted him like a Les Paul out of his collection. Quite why Johnny Marr has got a Les Paul in his collection is a little bit beyond me because uh, this guitar was used on "The Queen Is Dead," which is quite a famous album. Like he used different guitars for literally every song they wrote in the Smiths. I think. Oh, there you go. Like you think about him as a like a Rickenbacker player or that um, the the yeah. Jaguar, but like if you, it, so. Um, he released a guitar, uh, sorry, a book this year called um, Mars Guitars, and it's like four hundred pages, and each one is like a two-page spread on a guitar that he used in one of the, one of the songs that he's written. And literally, it seems like once a guitar has been used to write a song, he puts it down and picks up another one and writes a new song. Like it, it, it looks like that's what he's doing because he's got so many guitars. And yeah, I didn't realize that. But like, yeah, he's got like hollow body Les Paul, sorry, hollow body Gibsons and Les Pauls on Smith's records, and I'm like, they all sound like Rickenbackers and Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all like really kind of present and bright. Uh, yeah. It all sounds very like chorusy as well. So, could it be a twelve string or is it just like saturated in chorus? It, I don't think there's much of a difference, like. Because of the way that he sets up his sound, I don't think the guitar's making <laughs> the guitar. a lot of the percentage of that sound. <laughs> yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, but you know what? He had a Les Paul custom in his collection, and like he he let uh, John, John... I was going to say John Lennon. He didn't let John Lennon. He let <laughs> Noel Gallagher. He went back in time and let John Lennon borrow it, and then Noel Gallagher would play it. Uh, to be fair, I think Noel Gallagher probably thinks of himself as a modern-day reincarnation of, Noel, of John Lennon. Yeah, I mean, there is there is stuff to be said about the parallels between Oasis and the Beatles. 
By parallels, I mean blatant <laughs> plagiarism. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the like Gibson and uh, Noel have done a really, really cool thing here with this this run of guitars. In the fact that they, so the reason why they're doing it is because. Um, Gibson are releasing like they're opening a, a shop like a, a, a kind of shop museum thing called the UK Gibson Garage uh, or Garage depending on whether you're <laughs> posh or not <laughs> um, and this will be sold exclusively there and like the reason behind it I think is that it means that you won't be getting people buying them up straight away and then trying to scalp um, like shit tons of money off people going, oh, look, I've got one of the 20 like extremely exclusive Noel Gallagher guitars. Here it is for an extra six grand. Um, so that's really cool of them. I mean, nothing stops them from like, popping in the motor and driving down to the yeah. UK. Uh, Tone Garage or whatever it's called, Gibson Garage. Um, and buying one but it's a little bit more effort than just clicking a few buttons on the internet and then waiting for the the extra zeros to appear on the end of the price (laughs) um yeah so that's that's really cool of them um what's his face uh noel is hand signing them all as well so they will be like legitimate collectors things and of course as we mentioned the money raised um from these guitars is going to the teenage cancer trust which is like an incredible thing to do. So absolutely, it's it's definitely a noble, noble cause, and it's a good way to promote the the new Gibson shop thing, but whilst also doing something that's really quite good for the, um, just good for other people. However, that being said, <laughs> that being said, it's a black. Lesbian custom, yeah. Uh, so it's it's, it's a black lesbian <laughs> custom. It's yeah. It's 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 nineteen seventy eight. A particularly sought after year for the lesbian customs. No. Uh, so the ones that were like the seventies and eighties were considered really really bad years for like Gibson to a point where if Slash hadn't come around in the 90s and saved them with his lesbian copy then <laughs> <laughs> they could be in serious trouble now yeah so, so not a particularly sought after vintage however it's probably going to be a decent guitar i mean it's it was used by johnny marr so it it can't be all that bad and then noel used it for the early point in his career basically yeah and they, they did all right, didn't they, Oasis? They did all right. Yeah, I mean, this is used on What's the Story, Morning Glory, which is probably their biggest album. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. I would say. I think my brother used Maybe. to own that album. So I'm pretty sure I've heard it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like, it, it it's certainly it's got some well, iconic Oasis tracks. If you're an Oasis fan, I'm sure there's lots of people that don't like Oasis. Hmm. I see quite enjoy oasis for what it is i don't think they're the world's greatest songwriters but i they write some good pop rock as far yeah, as I'm it's, concerned. it's that isn't it it's, it's harmless pop rock isn't it it's and yeah. 
encapsulated uh, the the feeling in Britain at the time because that that kind of like early to late nineties like mad for it kind of like yeah lads 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 yeah yeah that kind of <laughs> that kind of culture but before it became like proper seedy lads 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 it was it was more yeah. of a like well let's go every weekend and like let's live life to the fullest kind of vibe yeah. to the the youth of britain where like you, you're thinking like <laughs> oasis but you're also thinking like cream fields and like like all of the kind of like the the dance and and trance wave of of the UK that kind of spilled out into the pop charts as well and it's it, like Oasis were one of those bands that really encapsulated that um yeah that part of UK youth history and yeah. <laughs> blur hated them for it because <laughs> <laughs> uh, like as as good as blur were like blur were probably musically a better band like a, a yeah. more accomplished band they weren't quite as big as oasis like they but i think the thing for the thing going for oasis was the the songwriting was targeted like as as much as like a, a lot of people who are like proper music nerds probably won't enjoy it it was targeted pop wasn't it like the you think about Wonderwall or Don't Look Back in Anger or any of their kind of like big anthemic songs, it yeah. is very simplistic pop at the kind of heart of it and they sort of make it sound a bit more complicated by playing some melody over the top of it, but like strip it back and it's 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 not complex. It's not like Yeah, whereas Oasis sorry, whereas Blur kind of tried to do the more complex rock stuff that wasn't as mainstream i would say yeah i think if you if you have it on a scale from pop to like muso oasis are at one end radio header at the other yeah. and in the middle somewhere is blur yeah and they're not that far off oasis but they're far enough off that they think that well certainly i, I would imagine their opinions are that they're better than or better musicians than than oasis oh yeah i, I wouldn't wouldn't dare that like there's like been multiple um issues of like guitar magazines where they're dissecting graham coxon's um like techniques and his like interesting voicings for chords in in certain blur songs and then like there's a little section of the guitar thing where it's like and here, say so you play the Oasis song, you know how to play G, yeah, that's it, yeah. And then there's an E minor, yeah, carry on. Yeah. And, and it's kind of that. <laughs> so, yeah. like, it, it is what it is. But, like, to what the uh, the Kings of Leon were in, like, that mid-2000s-ish with Sex on Fire and that kind of, that album, that really, like, anthemic, um, mainstream enough that, people who don't like rock know it and will get up and sing along to it. It was it was that yeah. kind of thing for an earlier generation, wasn't it? Very anthemic. Like you you, you just gotta watch whenever um whenever any of the um like Oasis live shows come on or like whenever Noel does a show and does Don't Look Back in Anger 
and he just stops like stops singing halfway through and then the the uh the chorus of the the people like the 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 yeah. massive crowd in front of him are just finishing it off for him that's yeah. that's what that band is isn't it really it's that anthemic kind of unified voice thing isn't it yeah yeah and like you say like for for this particular guitar like it's not what he's well known for, but those of you who are a bit nerdier about it and know that he like he went and um he, he got this off Johnny Marr and obviously Johnny Marr's it, it himself like used it on quite a famous album. So like this is more for the musos than it is for like because if you asked anybody off the street, they'd either say the Union Jack guitar or the the red yeah, phone Sherat- Sheraton. I thought the the Union Jack one was the Sheraton, and I've seen him play like Gibbo three three fives. No, he, his his main guitar is a, a Japanese Epiphone. Oh, is it? The the three three five his brother put his foot through the the, the day that Oasis split. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's what did them off. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that that would it would be a uh, quite the quite the kicker that one, wouldn't it? It's a Riviera, the the red one. Okay, so that's that's a casino without the centre block. That is, or is it? No, yeah. the casino doesn't have the centre no, block. The Riviera doesn't yeah, have the, the casino block. with a centre block. So it is a three three five, just yeah. a um, Epiphone branded. But his is his is like a seventies or eighties Japanese made one, no, as opposed not. to a like a, a Chinese one from the modern era. Yeah, I mean they. Like back in the the early two thousands, they used to do, um, like the Japanese made Epiphones. They still used to have them in the catalogue. You could buy like a legit. Um, I think they were doing casinos back then, because I know they had a John Lennon one as well, and it was like a grand and a half. And you're like, whoa, for an Epiphone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, sweet, sweet me. <laughs> How young and naive you were. But not that yeah. guitar would have been absolutely phenomenal, I bet. Um, but yeah, so in terms of how exciting it is, it's a fucking it's a black Les Paul custom with a little toggly switch between the two volumes and yeah. open coil humbuckers. It's it's fine. <laughs> Look, it, it's it's something you could you could go into a guitar shop and probably pick up a. Les Paul custom that looks very very similar. Yeah, um, there's no price on this as well, so I'm assuming because they're collector's items, there's twenty of them. You're probably talking ten grand. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine so. Maybe even more, but like, it's not. I guess it's not really about the price with these. It's about the the getting people to go to that opening. I assume it, it'll they'll be available from the opening of that. Gibson Garage, um, whenever whenever that might be, and yeah, like it, yeah, <laughs> the fact that they're donating profits to the Teenage Cancer Trust, um, sort of offsets the fact that they're probably going to charge twenty grand for this guitar or ten grand for this guitar. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's fine, it's fine, it's going to a good cause. So, yeah. And it, they are collector's guitars, aren't they? They're not there 
they're not there for someone to pick up and go, oh yeah, I'm going to play a play a show tonight. I just want this to yeah. to go. Like they're going to be case queens these, and then appreciating value, which is fine. It's fine. Just not very exciting, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, not for us. No, it's, it's not news, really, is it? Come on, right. I think we're pretty close to the end of the podcast, I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> Matt, tell us, don't keep us on, on uh, in suspense. Don't don't keep us in suspense. Last week you were talking about a PT, personal trainer. Yeah. How does that go for you? I, I was. It, it went a little bit more expensive than I wanted it. Like, I've got one already, so... Like, uh, I think it finally went for like 411 quid or something like that. So it wasn't the, like I say, when I first bid on it, it was like 169 quid. And I think anything under 300 and I'd have, I'd I'd have gone for it. But yeah, I think the final day, it kind of, it, it stretched past kind of where it was, I think at 400 quid, like I've got one already. I don't really need a second one. Okay. It was slightly modded and, and, and done in a different way, but it, it wasn't the the massive bargain. Like, don't get me wrong, whoever's bought it has got a bargain, just not quite to the the level that it could have been. Yeah. Um. And, and then immediately, I put a bid on a PRSSE, um, <laughs> uh, Silver Sky. That, um, unfortunately, I won the bid at two hundred seventy five quid, but it didn't meet the reserve price. Ah. Oh. <laughs> oh, so so bad. I was so so gutted, but I mean, it was the green, so it was the, the worst of the colours. But for two hundred seventy five quid, fuck it, yeah, <laughs> fuck it, yeah, all in. <laughs> I mean, the one that I got to play was the uh, the green one, and it was it was wonderful. Like, honestly, it was a really nice guitar. Yeah, and what I would have done was I'd have made it the only HSS. Um, <laughs> oh, that <laughs> so would have been so Immediately beautiful. taken the pit guard off. If there's no route in there, I'd have made one. I'd have fucking chiselled it if I'd have needed to. <laughs> oh, just email and, the chap and, and just go, I know it went for, like, it didn't reach the, the reserve, but please let me have this. I've I've got grand plans for this. <laughs> <laughs> But and the worst thing is, like, because of the stupid carve for the lower horn, yeah. the the pit guard is a unique pit guard, and I was I I really want to just put a fender pit guard over it so there's overhanging that extra curve, extra curve. Yeah, so that it, it completely negates the the reason to have a PRS. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I think we need because I'm make- too lazy to create my own pit guard, and I don't think they sell. HSX pick guards for the Silver Sky. No, it's a very niche, very niche product, is that? Yeah. I mean, but I, I, I was... I'm not entirely sure they sell like replacement standard pick guards for that. I don't think they do. I've no. not seen. I I did have a quick Google. I I also had a quick look on eBay to see if anyone had done like knockoff ones. I can't even see like a black because obviously they they they're all mint. I think sorry, sorry, they're all cream. I think. On all of the models, I thought it was white. It might be white. I can't remember, but I couldn't even find like somebody doing a black guard to try and make them look a little bit more interesting or anything like that. Yeah. So I was going to get a black HSS Fender. <laughs> I mean the 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 black on the kind of weird minty blue. It would be quite good. <laughs> I, I dig that. Yeah. Especially HSS. Yeah, but- yeah, I mean to be to be fair, like there's a few going, but like 
they're all a little bit they're, they're all like 350 400 quid which is like don't get me wrong it's a bargain for that guitar yeah but it's a little bit a, a little bit too much of a stretch for me but yeah. like uh, yeah i've basically spent my week scrolling through uh marketplace scrolling through ebay reverb looking for cheap guitars and tr- trying to convince myself that i don't need to spend 400 quid on a on a on an se <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's probably a good point at which we um we mention our kind of pinnacle news of the week isn't it is that yeah prs they're they're doing the thing they are doing the thing so like last couple of weeks we've been saying like epiphone have been releasing these signature guitars for like over a grand Oh, speaking yeah. of which as well, apparently somewhere is doing pre-orders on the DG and it's 12, uh. 12.99. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've not seen it yet, so I, I will not believe it's, that until I see it. Yeah, I was going to say, like, until I see, like, actual evidence that it is 12.99. Yeah, because I, I was convinced that 1800 would be a safe bet. But yeah, because it's got Gibson pickups in it. There's no way it's twelve nine. I don't believe it. Yeah. Maybe it's twelve nine nine, but you have to pay extra to have pickups installed in it. Right. Yeah. I mean, that does make sense. That's that's the Epiphone way. Uh, but like we've we've been mentioning the last couple of weeks, but like Epiphone have been up in the prices to kind of fifteen hundred pounds ish for signature um, signature instruments. Yeah. The Adam Jones as well coming out fifteen hundred, pretty much. Which yeah. is just the same Adam Jones, but with a Gibson headstock. <laughs> um, and yeah, look, just the Epiphone price is kind of bumping up and up and up. PRS are doing the Lord's work here for us and have just went, no, none of that nonsense. Thank you very much. Because, uh, I mean, their prices have remained pretty reasonable. I think, like, they're kind of pushing towards the seven eight hundred pound mark, yeah. But it's kind of stayed stable around there. Where, yeah, I mean, like I'm trying to think of the because they had that. What's the is S two the middle the middling kind of brand? Mm. They've got the what PRS. They've got the, yeah, it's like they've got the SE, and then they've got something, and then they've got the normal, the the like big American ones. And ever since that kind of came in, the SEs have all been around seven to nine hundred quid. Mm. Is it I can't see S two on PRS, but then maybe, maybe I'm just looking on a website that's not doing PRS. Yeah, PRS S two. Like custom twenty fours, Vela's, yeah, it's S two. Cool. cool, cool. But that's kind of like a midpoint between PRS SEs and the the top, and they're kind of like fifteen hundred quid. But ever since those S twos became a thing, which is probably six or seven years ago, the SEs I don't think have kind of ventured very far from that. Yeah, six nine nine to to nine hundred quid. Yeah, which is it's, that's. That's plausible, isn't it? Like that's what you expect, and the fact that like the the John Mayer signature SE is still like only eight hundred and fifty quid. Yeah, 
Whereas if that were an Epiphone equivalent, it'd be twelve hundred. Yeah, it'd be twelve to fifteen hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So, like they've they've been they've been sorting us right for the past kind of decade, pretty much. But they've they've really really gone to town here, and they've released the S E C E, which is like the C E is basically like the the no frills, um, kind of line within PRS's. Um, lineup, so you're not getting the kind of really quilty, quilty tops. You're getting satin finishes rather than um, like high gloss. But basically, yeah. all the parts are still the same. It just it's a bit like a PRS Studio to the standard. Um, so they've they've done like the the SE CE now, which is fantastic. Uh, they're doing one. Uh, one of them at the moment, they're doing the the custom twenty four um, version, basically. So the double cut with twenty four frets, very stripped back, open coil pickups, um, a very kind of satiny, satiny looking, really plain top um, body. All of the specs are kind of your standard PRS stuff, so like mahogany bodies and like maple necks with rosewood uh, rosewood boards with the with the bird inlays as well, actually, which didn't used to be a thing on the SEs. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's four nine nine basically. Four yeah, nine and nine. like I the the thing I hate the most about PRS guitars is the the high gloss. And I think they do do some ZEs in high gloss, but like the weird kind of, I think it's weird colors and things like that. But yeah. like, if I was going to go for a PRS guitar, I would absolutely go for one of these. Like, I know I know it's below the price of everything else, but like, I think these look better than their kind of, high, I just, I, I really don't like the, the really shiny, really high gloss kind of, the, the pinnacle of finishing that kind of you, you know the thing, yeah, yeah, thing we all know about your standard your standard fare for <laughs> yeah for PRS and, and it? It, it's it's just it's not my thing but these things look great and they're going to play great because they're Korean made SEs for 500 quid like they're going to be great guitars I would say oh, almost almost undoubtedly I've just seen as well they do a turquoise one oh motherfucker yeah. <laughs> oh no, my wallet. Because <laughs> <laughs> like they look good. I know. Lord Dimson was saying, yeah, that if it's anything like the PRS SE that he picked up uh, like a couple of months back, then they're gonna yeah. be phenomenal. Uh, and I, I was chatting with uh, Chris uh, Chris Campbell actually. Um, like I'd posted this up on the Budget Pedal Chap Facebook page, and he like popped a comment on. Uh, saying that, like, it's it's a, a look. It's at such a price point that if you were looking for um, something from one of those kind of lower tier brands like Log Jet or <laughs> Court <laughs> or, <laughs> uh, or, <laughs> or Harley Benton, and you're paying three fifty for that. You'd be tempted to just save that extra couple of like save an extra month, save an extra two months, and go yeah, for this PRS. Get one of these, yeah. Because 
Why wouldn't you? The the names on the headstock on this one, like this, like the resale on these again. If going back to resale, but the resale on these are gonna be ten times the resale of a Harley. Because I've seen like some of the fusions going for like one hundred and eighty quid. Yeah, like, because, they because are. there's just no resale on it. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, it was none of the the fusions that I wanted. It was all of the H H H models with a high gloss finish. Damn it! <laughs> uh, but yeah, like if you paint, like if you're spending like three hundred and fifty quid, you might as well save a little bit more and go for this, like slightly understated feeling PRS, like little bit, little bit nicer, like like premium feel to it yeah so i don't see why you wouldn't like and yeah that is i mean the fact the fact that i've just seen that they do a a turquoise one and went oh shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's yeah it's, it's an interesting interesting thought isn't it but yeah so prs are basically coming in and showing epiphone this is what you need to do. Like, this is this is how it's done, not the way that you're doing it. This is the yeah, way it's this, done. And these, I assume, are going to come out of the Korean factory like all the other SEs do. Yeah, you'd assume so, yeah. So I am going to put my neck on the line and say this will play better than any of the 1500 quid Epiphones that are out there. Uh, yeah, almost, almost certainly, yeah. Yeah, because Korean for, instruments are... And you can buy three of these for a Chinese Epiphone now. Yeah. Oh, how good would that be, having one in each colour? You know, fuck you, Epiphone, fuck you. Uh, and just what a, what a way to end the podcast. Fuck you, Epiphone, fuck you. That is a place to place to wrap us up, isn't it? We, we've definitely done Absolutely. the Absolutely. Um, what we're going to do now is we're going to extend a thank you to our listeners, you beautiful people, for making it this far. Um, it's just, yeah, you, you're, you're amazing. So thank you. We're extending a thank you, super double thank you to our sponsor for allowing us to continue on this nonsense. It's so affordable.co.uk. Check them out. Check out some new pedals. Like, you've been working hard. You deserve a new pedal. Just check out one of those mobile ones. <laughs> Only 30 quid. <laughs> what is that? Like, like you leave the house these days and it costs you 40 quid no matter what you're doing just stay in stay in one of the days and then psh, you've got to get yourself a pedal nice um nice. yeah it's, i mean you're saving money you're saving money by not going out and just buying yourself a pedal uh, <laughs> and i'm gonna extend a super sexy special double awesome backflip thank you to our patreon backers I can't do a backflip, I'll be honest. Uh, I'm pr- writing <laughs> checks that my, my lower back can't keep. <laughs> um, but our Patreon backers, for as little as $2 a month, you sexy super crew, um, you could be part of them. Like It's it's exclusive. It, like it is, It's definitely behind a paywall. But you can be part of that. $2. $2, what is it? It's... Like it's not the meal deal these days. It used to used to be able to get the majority of a meal deal. Some some places are doing meal deals for like four fifty five pound now, and that is yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Do you know how it many is. hours of 
content you get with a meal deal? Like how many additional hours of bonus content you get with a meal deal? And this sickens me because you get none. Zero. <laughs> you get a sandwich, a snack. Sh- shame a on Tesco. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> For this, for less than the price of a meal deal, two like two dollars, about about like one pound eighty ish. I would have thought. Um, you get in, you get in so much more additional bonus content than you ever will with a meal deal, and that is a guarantee. I'm writing this down here. That's your guarantee. You will get more bonus podcast content than you ever will with a meal deal. Um, for two dollars a month, it's just it's a no brainer. Um, and our our Patreon backers are as follows: we've got Mr. Adam Yeomans of Chef Tone Effects, we've got Mr. Hughie Rection, we've got Mr. Mike Oxlong, and other lies that I tell the ladies, and we've got Mr. Gary Goldencock, and we've got Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups. Um, yeah, I'll be seeing him soon, and talking, talking <laughs> modifications, talking shop. maybe even to two Harley Benton guitars. <laughs> we shall see. Uh, we've got Mr. Brian Gare of the Tone Jerks podcast, the Second Button podcast, and the Off the Rails podcast with the A Train. Uh, we've got Mr. Diabetes Foot, and we have got Mr. Jason Wharton of Pedal Boards of Doom and his own YouTube channel. Big, big congratulations, Jason. He has reached the 1,000 subscribers mark on YouTube. So he has, he has done that like literally about three days ago. Congratulations to Jason. Like he's, he's, he's made it. Nice. Good. And, and literally before I started recording this podcast, I watched his newest video that had come out, which was analog delay versus digital delay. Like the... Um, the DD two hundred could can it do the same sounds as the uh, the DM two W? And I'm, I, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. You need to go watch it, but it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Um, so from myself, Mister Budget Pedal Chap. No, it's not that yet because I forgot to mention that I do a YouTube channel. I'm going ahead of myself here. I am Budget Pedal Chap. You find me Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, the other one, Threads, uh, slash Budget Pedal Chap. YouTube, of course, is the home to the No Talk or Tone series, which this week featured two videos. Go check them out. Just you, you're spoiled for choice. And vote. Go and vote on which which one of those guitars you think is best. I would try and influence the vote and go, but you really should vote for the Fusion. But I don't. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure anymore. Like, go vote for the Fusion, go vote for the Fire Mist, do whatever, because which one is better? I I just don't know. <laughs> just don't know anymore. It's it's potentially an existential crisis in video format for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt, where can we find is, you online? Is it is it that much of a crisis if you own both of them? <laughs> Yeah, but I can't play them both at the same time. This is the issue. It... Yeah, oh, well, yeah, I suppose, I guess. Uh, you can find me at heel underscore MacQ on Twitter, Instagram, and threads. Yeah. How many uh, 
How many pairs of boobs have been marketed at you this week on threads? Zero. Oh. Zero boobs. That's it. You... Are you getting the boobs back again? <laughs> uh, I don't think I am, no. I don't think I am. I'm getting a lot of, weirdly, I'm getting a lot of Ryan from 60 Cycle Hum. So maybe it's <laughs> suggesting that he's a tit. I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, he seems like a cool guy. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not going to throw shade at Ryan, but just, just FYI, that's what my, um, that's what my algorithm thinks. So yeah, from myself, Mister Budget Pedal Chap, from Mister Matt Quine, say bye, Matt. Bye, Matt. Way. It will be a tatty bye and good night for this week. To the other bit. Bye. Bye. Scientists have successfully grown human vocal cords from stem cells in the lab. The results speak for themselves. Wee! <laughs> I got a little prize sound then. <laughs>